Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is June 25th. Today we're going to continue in Doctrine and Covenants section 68, speaking about what the Lord is teaching us about our responsibility and the importance of teaching children the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, we talked yesterday about why it's so important to teach our children, but today I want to talk about why it's so important to teach specifically these things that are being asked of us. Like we talked about yesterday, faith in Jesus Christ, repentance, baptism, and the gift of the Holy Ghost. But then it goes on and it talks about more principles in Zion that children need to learn. In verse 28, it says, And they shall also teach their children to pray and to walk uprightly before the Lord. And the inhabitants of Zion shall also observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy. And the inhabitants of Zion also shall remember their labors. So those basic four principles and ordinances of the gospel, yes, but also to pray, to keep the commandments and walk uprightly before God, to honor the Sabbath day, and to learn to work. Those were things that were important enough for the Lord to tell us and to teach us that we need to help our children understand, things that we need to teach them. So the question becomes why? Why is it so important for our children to learn these things? First, faith in Jesus Christ. A couple of days ago, we talked about core joy and what it means when the Savior tells us to be of good cheer. We talked about how being of good cheer is more than having a good day or having a fleeting moment of happiness. But the be of good cheer means to experience a core joy and hope that comes in and through our faith in Jesus Christ. If we are to help our children develop that joy and that hope, we need to teach them faith in Christ. Second, it says that we need to teach them repentance. This one's interesting because I feel like the ability to recognize mistakes and to own up to those mistakes is becoming a skill that fewer and fewer people have. Rather, the world teaches us to justify our mistakes or to try to excuse them away. But the Lord is telling us here that we need to teach our children to repent, to recognize our mistakes, to own them, and to try to do better. In a talk called A Sin-Resistant Generation, Sister Jones explains the importance of understanding repentance. She says, Understanding the doctrine of repentance is essential for becoming resistant to sin. Being sin-resistant doesn't mean being sinless, but it does imply being continually repentant, vigilant, and valiant. Perhaps being sin-resistant comes as a blessing from repeatedly resisting sin. I love that idea of part of teaching our children to repent is teaching them to be repentant and to learn to resist sin. Next, we're taught that we need to teach them baptism and the gift of the Holy Ghost. Our children need to understand covenants and the power that comes in them. Sister Jones also says in that same talk, there is unusual power in making and keeping covenants with our Heavenly Father. The adversary knows this. So he has obscured the concept of covenant making. Helping children understand, make, and keep sacred covenants is another key in creating a sin-resistant generation. How do we prepare our children to make and keep sacred covenants as they enter and progress along the covenant path? Teaching children to keep simple promises when they are young will empower them 
to keep covenants later in life. I love that idea that as we teach our children integrity, to follow through on their word, to do what they say they're going to do, to make and keep simple promises, we'll teach them the importance and the power of covenants later in life. Now, the next two, I think, go hand in hand with this idea of covenants and helping them understand the importance of covenants and the importance of integrity in those covenants. The next one is to keep the Sabbath day. We need to help our children understand the importance of the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day really is just an extension of our covenants. President Nelson once said, my behavior on the Sabbath constitutes my sign to the Lord of my regard for him and for my covenants with him. And Elder Gibson said, the way we keep the Sabbath day is an outward manifestation of our covenant to always remember Jesus Christ. Helping our children understand the importance of the Sabbath day. Helping them see the Sabbath day as an extension of their covenants with their Father in heaven will draw them nearer to him. It will allow them to develop a special relationship with him as that really is the purpose of covenants. And then a similar thought, it says, and to walk uprightly before him. So teach our children to obey and to keep the commandments. But I think that there's an important principle that we need to understand when it comes to the Sabbath day and obedience. And that's helping our children understand how to exercise their agency. It's really, really easy as parents to create lists of do's and don'ts and yeses, and noes, and I fall into this pattern all the time. (laughs) Because sometimes when my kids want to do something, it's easier for me just to say, no, you shouldn't do that, rather than it is to sit down and talk about why, what would be the reasons behind things, and then helping them discern whether it's a good choice or a bad choice. And I think that that is a really important aspect of teaching our children and helping them draw near to the Lord. Not just giving them the yeses and the noes and the do's and the don'ts, but teaching them how to feel the Spirit and to recognize the Spirit and to use that Spirit to exercise their agency in ways that helps them do all of these things. Exercise their agency to repent. Exercise their agency to make and keep covenants. Use their agency to honor the Sabbath day and use their agency to walk uprightly before the Lord. But it's difficult for us to teach our children about this agency if we're not allowing them some form of freedom to choose for themselves. And I personally believe it is so much easier to teach them how to use their agency righteously when they're young, rather than trying to reel it back when they're older and trying to teach them to use their agency wisely as teenagers. And so that's an important part of what the Lord would have us teach children in the gospel. And then finally, in verse 30, it says that Zion needs to remember the importance of labor and of work. That can also be a really hard thing to teach children. It can be so much easier just to say, I'm going to do it myself. I am super guilty of that. One of my favorite stories, though, was given by Elder Dunn in a talk called Our Precious Families. And in that, he talks about how his dad had a full-time job doing something else, but that they also had a farm. 
and they had lots of cattle on the farm, and that he entrusted his sons to do the work of cattle farming and to work really hard with the farm. One day, one of their neighbors who had witnessed these boys probably making so many mistakes and not doing things quite right, went to his dad and said that he thought the boys were doing things wrong. Elder Dunn's father listened for a while, and then he said, Jim, you don't understand. You see, I'm raising boys and not cows. Elder Dunn's father understood the lessons that he was teaching his children as he taught them to work. The outcome of the work didn't matter as much as what the boys learned doing the work. Like I said, that can be so hard to do, especially when you care about the outcome. But teaching our children to work and to work hard is an important aspect of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, with all of this said, I think that there is a really important thing that we need to understand, especially those of you who are listening who have raised children and done all of this, taught them everything that you needed to teach them, and yet they still chose to wander away. Elder Hales once taught, However, a child, even one raised with great love and care and careful thought, may choose when an adult not to follow those teachings for a variety of reasons. How should we react? We understand and respect the principle of agency. We pray that life's experiences will help them regain their desire and ability to live the gospel. They are still our children, and we will love and care about them always. We do not lock the doors of our house, nor the doors to our hearts. My friends, even after the best of parenting, children will sometimes use their agency, the agency that we're hopefully teaching them to use, to not follow the Savior. But never doubt yourself as a parent, the things that you taught your children, and the love that you gave them. According to Elder Hales, that was the most important thing that you possibly could teach them. That you will love them no matter what. Because in that, you're being the perfect example of our Father in Heaven and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.